2: Welcome in, everybody. Happy Thursday. Chris Meaney here, another edition of Mean Streets, powered by FTN right here on Game Plus Network. If you're watching live, On our ftn youtube page smash that like button you have any comments any questions leave them there in the youtube section see people are hanging out with us live i absolutely love it if you're watching on game plus to see a heck of a lineup here today the footballers pat mayo experience uh, it's all happening on game plus network a little bit later on game plan with emery hunt that's a phenomenal show too check that out game plus that is before the thursday night football game between the san francisco 49ers and the Tennessee Titans. We have the Niners now three-point favorites, a total at 44.5. If you're using our free prop shop and parlay calculator, you can get the best possible odds, props, sides, totals, whatever it is. I am seeing minus 158 for the 49ers and minus or plus 139 rather for the Titans with the total at 44.5. We have a lot to get to on this show despite there being zero action in the NHL. And yes, I am still rocking uh the santa hat because tis the season you know like i said today is actually festivus right festivus for the rest of us let's go um a lot as i mentioned to get to tino's gonna drop by we got some NBA stuff. We got some NBA props. Uh, I think there's what, 11 games in the association here today. So uh, just one as of right now uh, postponed. And of course, we have the Thursday night football game. And every Thursday, like we do on this show, we bring in Jill Gallant, aka G Dog 5000, aka uh, G Dub, hanging out in the Discord uh, or hanging out in the YouTube section here. Dude, I can't keep up with the comments here. This is fantastic. I love it. We want everybody uh, to check out uh, everything that we have to offer over at our FTN YouTube page. I got some Week 16 picks. I got some props for tonight. Jill's got some touchdown calls. We got some NBA three-point props. Uh, We got a lot of stuff to to get to on this show because we won't be here tomorrow. We won't. Uh, I'm a little fired up today. I had a cold shower today. I don't know. Hot water. It's brutal. Uh, Not not great timing, uh, to be honest. Uh, You know, I, I mentioned Festivus, and I think of Kramer when he had the cold shower and George when he said he had the shower and it didn't take. And, and George, and of course, Kramer's just crazy. He takes cold showers. He's like giddy up, ready to go. We are ready to go on this show. Mark, I see you. I feel you. Perfect yesterday. Uh, two for two, I think. Four for four overall. Um, yeah, we got some winners here. We will give some winners. Tino, let's bring up uh, the giveaway board as we do here uh, at the top of the show over the past couple. We want to hear from you again today. We want to hear from you today. We want your best possible pick i got i think maybe five or six winners uh we got uh gz gz is on here george getting it done yesterday uh big w from you as well and uh also not just um over one and a half old-fashioned dude you got a pick right as well uh so props to you my friend uh but we are looking for your best pick of the night it doesn't matter the odds spread none of it none of it matters your best pick it could be a side it could be a total uh you can tease if you want a game down you could uh pick give us a prop you can give us two i think some some people are giving us two we got a lot of sharp people here watching mean streets i love it Uh, you guys are super sharp you're giving really good picks i think we may have about 30 entries so far we will draw we will have a draw early next week on tuesday and we uh the winner will get an ftm betting package and it's not just football picks it's all the picks across all the sports that we offer over at FTN. And we offer them all props, picks, sides, totals, teasers. We keep track of everything over at FTNBets.com. You will also get uh, tools, player prop tools, uh, projections. You will get Discord channels uh, for every single sport that we cover over at FTN. I think our guy, crewtree uh, I got to double check, but I think he won like a 1,000 units last night in college basketball. Obviously, I'm joking just a little bit, uh, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I retweeted it last night. I haven't taken uh, a good look at what he did. We got to get him on the show. When football starts to die down, we will start to talk a lot of college sports. You know, I can hang and, and talk some college sports, but I'm not as sharp as Kutcher. Look at this guy last night. So yeah, four for five. I'm seeing four for five on like some sides and totals, and then maybe nine for 10 on props. Like this guy's an absolute stud. So uh, you get all of the NFL picks, you get the NHL picks, you get the college picks. Sports picks, E sports picks, absolutely everything with that betting package. A lot of news is filtering through here. And as, as I mentioned, we won't be here tomorrow. So if you have any starter sick questions, we can address them here on this show. We can talk about that. Uh, I did find some props to give you guys, but mostly from prize picks. And some of the props I'm going to talk about for tonight's football game, there's a massive edge. I've been talking about this a lot. Like, for example, I think FanDuel has George Kittle at 72 and a half yards, he's like mid 60s. Over at Prize Picks. Uh, there's a few examples that I want to give you guys, uh, and there really is an edge. Deontay Foreman is another guy who's hovering around 50 rushing yards. He's like low 40s over at Prize Picks. So there is a, a pretty significant edge over at Prize Picks. We have a free Prize Picks tracker over at FTN at daily.com. You click the top, the tab up the top, two tabs up at the top that you want to get in. The chat one gets you in our free Prize Picks Discord channel. We're giving plays all the time, having a great conversation. You can mix and match across all the sports that you love. Prize Picks offers them all. It's a simple over or under a player's prop or their fantasy score and then we have that free DFS pick tracker where we're giving picks jock market picks underdog picks uh, and as well as Prize Picks and other picks as well, uh, free to check out. So no, no excuses not to check that out. And like I've been saying, there's a, there's a big edge in Prize Picks, and Jeff Ratcliffe has the Prize Picks Edge tool as well to find those edges. And I found a few here uh, this morning. There's a couple other things I wanted to get to off the top. One, our baseball draft kit is live here today. I know what you're thinking, baseball. I don't even want to hear it strike. I don't even want to hear that nonsense. It's coming back. We got you set up. Uh, man, Vlad Sedler is an absolute stud in the industry. He is such a sharp baseball mind. He put together and, and George knows, because he, he, he helped put this together as well. 130-page draft guide. Yes, it is absolutely live. A lot of sharp minds uh, across the board. Maddie Wood, uh, other people outside of the industry taking part in this. Brock Monster taking part in this. And I have some stuff in it as well. Just new places, or old faces in new places. Uh, just taking a look at some of the guys, some of the player movements. And there's still a lot of big-time players that haven't signed with teams, Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman, uh, Trevor Story, these guys come to mind. We will update the draft kit when those things happen. But right now, we have an early bird special, uh, 19 dollars for the MLB draft kit. That's just a few bucks off. You got MLB season-long fantasy. Vlad's going to take care of you throughout the season. Uh, I'm going to have some podcasts, some shows with Maddie Wood. We are going to have a lot of baseball coverage for you, uh, led by Vlad Sedler. So $39.99 for the season-long contest. Of course, he has his articles and these guys are high stakes studs too right so he's gonna have a lot of great information for you and then overall the mlb high sticks package 99.99 uh you're gonna save yourself 20 bucks you're gonna save yourself a lot of bucks if you get in on this uh today so i tweeted it out ftnfantasy.com pricing the ftn mlb uh draft kit and there's like i said a lot of sharp minds outside of ftn that we have uh in here as well there was also one more thing i wanted to get to we kind of got away from it over the past couple days but the stud of the day and then your waiver wire pickup of the day so tino if you have this wanted to give some love to jalen brown we had his over two and a half threes yesterday mark harrison shout out to you sir who also had his over two and a half threes. so a big day from jalen brown 34.6 boards three assists and five threes so for jalen brown He's only returned to the lineup now. He's played basically five games here since he's returned to the lineup his last four have been unbelievable 23 points 30 points and 34 points and he has um, 13 threes over his last three games and 17 threes over his last four He has cleared two and a half threes in five straight games we gave that one yesterday and it was basically even money somebody keep an eye on books will probably adjust with him Uh, but Jalen Brown is a guy that we really like and then Chuma Akiki is a guy that I really like Uh, yesterday we had plus 150 for over two and a half steals and blocks he had six steals yesterday This guy's been a thief. Of course, Orlando's going through uh, a few injuries, right? Right? Cool. Anthony didn't play yesterday. So the minutes have been there for Chuma. He's played 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes in four straight games. But this guy is just a thief. He's an absolute thief thief six steals in his last game two before that six before that one so he's got 14 steals in his last three games he has four blocks over his last four games he's been plus money to get three steals he's been plus money to get three combined steals and blocks he's been plus money to get two threes he had two threes yesterday he jacked up 11 shots from beyond the arc he's had at least seven shots from beyond the arc attempts that is in three of his past four games two threes three four and two just filling up the box score so his ownership in yahoo leagues espn leagues having around the 50 percent mark so he's available now his usage probably comes back when Orlando is at full health but you know steals are pretty significant and they're pretty significant in the DFS world as well you get extra points for that kind of stuff I rolled out this guy in DFS and you know he didn't shoot the ball very well right I just mentioned how he was 2 for 11 from beyond the arc he was 5 for 14 overall uh, but he is jacking up a lot of shots double-digit shot attempts in four straight and at least nine in five straight so he could help you out maybe a short-term ad for the weekend but He's uh, going to play again here this evening, so we'll talk a little bit more about Chuma in a little bit. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring in uh, The Goat, G-Dog, G-Dub, Jill Gallant, Double G. Uh, we're going to bring him in. He's from FTM Bets. He's got two, sh- two shows over at Bets TV as well. We're going to preview this 49ers and Titans game. We're going to call some touchdowns. We're going to get some props. A whole lot of football talk coming. Guys, keep the comments coming. Alex Galvin, love to have you. Chirping George right off the hop. Welcome in. We'll be back here on Mean Streets. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome in. What's going on, everybody? Um, we got G Dog five thousand in the house, rocking the star. Uh, Chris Mini here with you, Mean Streets live on Game Plus Network. G Dog, uh, what's going on, my friend? Uh, you were in the YouTube chat. There's uh, lots of action going on there, man. We are yeah. I didn't know that this was. Uh,
1: I didn't know that this was a hat show. Uh, I would have wore a hat too. So I'm putting my hat on as well. If we're yes. gonna do that yeah right, here we go
2: here we go <laughs> dude we could do what we want on this show for now for now we we can do what we want i mean i'm not even wearing an ugly sweater right it's a little bit of an you know what we <laughs> well doing? depending what
1: we on how this? you feel about the cowboys i guess your,
2: but your sweater is a little bit uglier than mine there's no question about that um <laughs> how are you any any drama this morning shoveling no snow? no no What's no
1: ever? no drama today uh i'm in the best holiday mood i'm kind of like in holiday mode right now so uh i'm not in like mail it in or i'm not going to just stop doing work but i'm definitely in pouring a very large glass of an alcoholic beverage as soon as this show is over
2: <laughs> i may or may not have baileys in my coffee mug i'm kidding <laughs> well, i don't i i don't here we go i don't even know if i um, count that
1: as i don't even count that as drinking anymore i thought i used to and then i was like you know what no nah, it's just it's just part of it's just part of coffee now
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, although I did have some last week and I was like, you know what? I'm probably not going to do that anymore uh, in the morning. I was just feeling a little off. Okay, so um, kind of breaking news before we came on. I don't know. You may have seen it before uh, you jumped on, but I'm just seeing it now. And, and Tino told me is um, the Saints may not have a quarterback here this week. That's what yeah. I just, you know, the Saints with what do we got here, Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill on the COVID list. And this is talking with the yes. new protocols. It doesn't look like these guys are going to be able to play this weekend against Miami. That is such a huge football game for both squads, more so for the saints.
1: Well, and, uh, I mean, depending on how you feel about the overall game of football, it's not a very, like even with Taysom Hill, a quarterback probably wasn't going to be the most appealing game to watch. Uh, now we're going to be watching, uh, the Notre Dame rookie Ian book (laughs) probably starts. And, uh, I mean, I was joking in the chat. I'm probably I'm probably going to bet his touchdown prop because it's probably going to be like 12 to 1 or something like that. I'll probably sprinkle on it. But I love taking rookie quarterbacks in this scenario because I love when they get into the red zone because they just panic. And they tuck and run and their first read isn't there. And, uh, I mean, Book wasn't a terrible runner in college. I mean, it's obviously a pretty big step up uh, to NFL defenses. But that's that was the first thing that I thought of. I was like, you know what? That immediately bumps up that I'm going to probably bet his touchdown prop uh, on Monday.
2: And more breaking news this is rap. She just tweeted this uh minutes ago as well. Dalvin cook on the mm-hmm. COVID list too. I'm ah, man. <laughs> How can you get a game
1: ri- before the actual game day? Like, you it, know what I mean? At this it, rate, like you I can. need to know who's playing. It, like I can't cap the spreads. I can't cap the props. The like, if Dalvin goes out, that's a trickle down effect across the board for all props. Like, do you know what I mean? Whether it be passing yard props for Kirk, whether it be yardage props for Jefferson, Madison, uh, you know, somebody's probably going to try to tell me to bet a CJ Ham touchdown as a result of it. Like, you know what I mean? There's trickle down all across the board when one player like that who can move the needle uh, gets ruled out with COVID.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's been tough, obviously, you know, a bit of a crapshoot in your your semifinal matchups and fantasy football. You We've been talking about on the show, just kind of have as many running backs and handcuffs as you can because these things just pop up all of a sudden. You know, Madison's one of those guys that people have owned. And if they, you know, they have Madison, they probably have like three or four Big time wins this season just on his performances alone. He's capable of getting in there and and giving you an RB1 performance but I mean we may not have Kelsey and Hill on this slate this weekend it's it's a it's a crazy week a reminder we have two Saturday games. Cleveland and Green Bay, and the Colts and Arizona. But let's talk about tonight here. Uh, So the spread has dropped down just a little bit. We have San Fran, three-point favorites against the Titans, a total at 44.5. Use the the prop shop, the free parlay calculator, for the best possible odds. If it's moved a little bit, San Fran minus 159, and then Tennessee plus 140 over at the DraftKings. We don't know yet for certain if A.J. Brown is going to play. It sounds like he's maybe trending in the right direction. He can be activated off the IR. Here today, uh, the Titans have played about seven and a half quarters without their big three. Yes, I am calling Julio Jones part of their big three, even though he's given them nothing this season. They're averaging six point five points per game without those three. They've lost three of their past four, and they've only like they've allowed less than two hundred yards in two of their past three. They're just not getting anything on offense here, Jill. They're running the football. They're running it okay. Uh, they're stopping the run better than anyone. I mean, they've allowed the second fewest yards per attempt on the ground on the season. The defense has played pretty good, and they're at home here. I, before we get into some touchdowns, do you have a lean on either side? What are you what you're thinking here?
1: Well, I think in this instance, if you're getting a division leader, uh, even if they're a little shortchanged changed uh, from talent, I mean, I'm not going to pretend like the Niners are this juggernaut of a team. Yes, they can run the ball fairly well, and yes, they have beaten up some teams in recent uh, memory, but you're getting a live home dog in this stretch. I think you. It really, it's either money line home dog or pass. I think that's really the only option. I don't know if you can take the Niners as a like a three and a half or four point favorite in the spot just because it's past the key number. And uh, uh, I just don't trust that there won't be some shenanigans in this game. So uh, for me, I'm just kind of. It's hard to even bank on long long shot touchdown scores, especially with the recent trend that we've watched of uh, just primetime games just being like just some of the worst football you can watch offensively um, that uh, it's difficult to actually try to justify like long shot guys, like a Kyle use at plus 700, even though he did score last week, that was only yeah. the second touchdown of the year. Um, again, it just, that's like one of the few few and far between guys that have scored last year. Like I was actually checking. Uh, I think somebody reported this earlier that this past week for week 15 uh, was the fewest amount of touchdowns scored uh, for primetime games in like 15 years
2: yeah well i mean let's be honest with the quality of football over the past week and a half right it hasn't been good i mean a lot of teams are missing key players i mean there's some teams rolling out rosters where a third of their squad is on the COVID list so like that that's certainly part of it the under has hit more times than not on prime time but the last two thursday night football games we've seen a lot of offense scored i'm on the niners man i'm just i i get it i understand shanahan i i think he's slightly overrated i really do believe that on the road you said sh- shenanigans. I-, I get all of that, but
1: shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. They're,
2: they're playing pretty good football right now, man. They're playing pretty good football on both sides of it. I have um, not a ton of. I don't have a ton of confidence in Jimmy G when the game's on the line. That I think that's going to be the reason the Niners uh, don't make serious noise in the playoffs. But I do think that they're a playoff squad. And I think the Titans are trending in the wrong direction, even having this football game. So I have no problem taking them by three here tonight. But touchdowns. What's your favorite one here this evening?
1: I mean, and I said this. I, I shot a video for Ftn Bets uh, earlier today, and the picks are pretty chalky uh, in comparison to what I normally do. Uh, it's just mainly because the last like week just kind of took a lot of L's, just trying to chase after some big plus money plays. So I was just Jump like, mates. you know what? I want to. Yeah. Well, good. almost now, dude. You just. I don't want to cry on air, man. I don't really want to have to do get emotional. You know what I mean about touchdown score picks because they're, you know, when you're betting on a plus eleven hundred guy, of course it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, end in heartbreak kind of thing when it yeah. gets tackled at the one yard line. Um, but I ended up going with the Niners. I took two chalky plays with the Niners because I was getting the best odds possible. Because if I was looking at other books, they were around the minus one ten, minus one hundred five mark, and that was Debo Samuel at plus one twenty and George Kittle at plus one forty five, and I know that we could uh, technically talk about, you know, the fact that Debo is kind of more considered the running back for this offense, especially because he has six rushing touchdowns in his last five games. Uh, But he, even though he classifies as a run back lately, he's still a wide receiver and the Titans have just been getting butchered by wide receivers this year. The most receptions to wide receivers and 16 passing touchdowns. So for me in this spot, I feel like he's so versatile that you have to almost bank. Like if you're getting him, you're getting the number one receiver and the number one running back at plus odds. Generally when you're playing uh, a touchdown score markets, especially a number one running back, you're not getting it at plus money. You're not getting a number one receiver usually at better than plus 110. Uh, so when the fact that you can combine both of those, like I think Debo could have two touchdowns today, but I was just trying to go with more of like a little safer angle for this, uh, especially from people who have been tailing me lately, just maybe looking for a little bit more of an easy win. Uh, but for Kittle, kittle's just a matchup nightmare i feel like it doesn't matter you could tell me all you throw the stats out the window when you start telling me about how oh, all the titans have only done they've done pretty well against tight ends it's like yeah but this isn't right uh you know the 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 i don't know uh, jack doyle or Ali cox or you know i'm trying to think of like or dan arnold like you know i'm just thinking of div- yeah with john bates but i'm just thinking of like divisional games like of tight ends that they would have faced this year um this is the real deal of a tight end and i mean over the last seven games uh Leads all touchdown, all tight ends and touchdown catches, and he's second in reception. So it's basically him and Mark Andrews are right there. And uh, the fact that Mark Andrews is even, even hovering around plus 200 in some games is ridiculous from an odds perspective. Um, and the one thing I love is just like the yards after catch. Like, of course, I like betting on Kittle, like you almost just kind of feel great about betting on him because of the yards after catch, because he's played three or less games. But he's still tenth in that stat. <laughs> like Debo is uh, third, for example. He's played and missed one game as well. Third in that stat. But if you just kind of prorate it and actually look at it at the yards after catch per game, they're both in the top five. So I feel like they can break tackles and then score if that is the case. Um, you know, kind of trying to decide between Kittle and Ayuk. Like, Ayuk is right now, like, plus 220, maybe even up to plus 300 at some books. Um, I wouldn't hate it if somebody wanted to take Brendan Ayuk. But or, uh, but at the same time, I think George Kittle. Uh, I just feel like if you have to decide, i probably prefer Debo over Kittle. But Kittle, just you cannot deny it. Both of those, I bet, at bet MGM this morning.
2: Yeah. I love both calls. I mean... <laughs> Today was the first time where I typed in Debo Samuel into our prop shop, and his rushing yards came up before his receiving yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hasn't been like that all year now.
1: And no Eli has been Mitchell in- tonight, too.
2: Yeah, that's right. No Eli Mitchell. Um, He has, for for Debo, I mean, some of his rushing yard numbers. I, I, there's a couple props. to get into him a little bit later on. I think his receiving yard prop is too low. I mm-hmm. think books are just taking a look at what he's done. Uh, on the ground lately at uh, 49.4 rushing yards per game over his last five uh, a couple quiet games through the air before last week's 60 receiving yards uh, but you can man you can throw on this titan squad as we talked about off the top like they're a tough team to run on so we could see more passing attempts from jimmy g uh his total rushing and receiving is 82 and a half i think he tops that
3: yeah and his receiving combined. yard prop is like
2: 42 and a half i think he tops that as well as for Kittle, oh, his last three games: twenty-eight catches on thirty-three targets, four hundred twenty-five yards. You were spot on about some of the tight ends. I was going to bring it up in the next segment, but just since you brought it up, the only good tight end—I mean, maybe they played two good ones this year. They played Kelsey seven for sixty-five. They played Dawson Knox. Other than that, Friar, they haven't Friar, played Friar any.
1: Mouth got hurt last week too. Like so, I Friar got hurt. That result out.
2: Yeah, they played like they played Arizona week one. They didn't have any tight ends. Seattle, right? Everett was new to the team, nothing happened. You mentioned Moale Cox, the Jets, the Jags, um Indy, Jack Doyle. Like no tight end there. Even Jack Doyle scored a touchdown. Higby's been brutal all year. He had 51 yards on five grabs. Yeah, this is a this is a different animal. This is there's elite and then there's a massive drop
1: off. Well, every tight end we just we just spoke about, they're not the focal points of their offense. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? They're more blocking tight ends, or you know, they're kind of like offshoot like safety valves, like you know what I mean? Like, where is Kittle? If they need a key third down, it's going to one of those two. And I would say actually more Kittle in that instance. Uh, So
0: it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: it's the Bates conundrum he's not going to get tackled at the one yard line he's going to muscle no. that over the line for us uh so yeah those would be the two for the Niners man and uh I did end up bet- betting a Titan and uh it's because he just has been cashing for me all year and, and you know what I missed out on him uh last week against the Steelers uh, I'm not going to let it happen again at these odds as Ryan Tannehill I was able to get him at plus 375 at Bet 365 and uh uh, the 49ers actually, and this is another reason why I actually like the over 15 and a half rushing yards prop for Tannehill as well, is they allow 5.6 yards per carry to opposing quarterbacks. That's 30th in the NFL. Uh, they've they basically just been allowing opposing quarterbacks to run on them fairly well. Um, and they've given up four touchdowns to quarterbacks this year as well. Both of those rank like bottom three. Um, seven touchdowns this season, second amongst uh, all quarterbacks behind your boy Jalen Hurts, uh, six touchdowns just in the last nine games. Um, the fact that you can get him over plus 300 when it's a quarterback who was rushed for more touchdowns than some of these top backs that we could talk about right now um, is just insane. So for me, just, that was the odds grab. It was like, you know what? I could try to maybe convince myself into Dante Foreman, maybe AJ Brown plays. I don't know how effective he's going to be. Same thing with Julio. Like, are they fully like both of those guys, Julio specifically, the reason why I don't want to bet him is because I don't want to say he's injury-prone, but just, man, like, all he has to do is... You go can't say it. Are you trip. kidding me? What do you mean you don't no, want to don't, say it?
2: Let's Like, let's say it. Like, we're not being I mean, hard on this guy, Julio. He's not watching this show. Come on, man. Like, hey, we man, can say what we want I, to say about Julio. You know, I'm sick of people Carver, making... Ex- you know,
1: these uh, days right, I'm going to meet Julio Jones, and he's going to be like, hey, man, I just looked up your name. He's I a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of
2: Famer. No, we could say whatever we want about Julio. We could give him all kinds of love. He's a Hall of Famer. Unfortunately, things haven't worked out for Julio. I, right. you know, I would like to see him take off another couple more weeks. And the Titans, obviously, they need him. Though I think they're kind of limping in right now. To the, I don't know if they're locked to get into the playoffs, but uh, it is too bad. I was in on Julio. This is not being mm-hmm. sour, but unfortunately for Julio, like this guy has not been on the field, man. He practiced in Over four the last yesterday. two games. Yeah.
1: I'm not buying well, it. Like, I'm just – Well, and it's one lunging and grab is risky. all it takes. To, like, because he'll make the catch. It's just he's going to get slow to get up. You're going to see him walk to the blue medical tent. And then there's your touchdown bet just up in flames. And it's not that I don't think A.J. Brown is talented. I think he's super talented. And if I knew that – like, if he had played last week and then was playing this week and was still plus 160, plus 150, kind of the range of what his odds are, he probably wouldn't be one of my picks this week. I just don't like betting guys coming off the COVID list, especially – because I looked like the biggest a-hole in the world last Sunday when I took Miles Gaskin for two touchdowns coming off the COVID list. Well, how but could like you know that? Carries. Yeah. Well, but still, I feel like a lot of people couldn't wait to tell me. They couldn't wait to tell me about how Duke Johnson used to play at Miami. They couldn't wait to tell me about how <laughs> uh, Duke Johnson was getting, according to beat writers from Miami, that, uh, that he was going to get a lot of work this Sunday, so I should take a look at it. I'm not saying that I'm not mad at people who won the bet, I'm just more mad about the after the fact of like, you should have seen that coming. And it's like, okay, all right.
2: Yeah, well, Eric Rodman's in here. He did have, uh, I think he had Drake for two touchdowns, so good on him, but he makes some, I'm not saying they're ludicrous bets, but honestly, like if I had 25 bucks to spend for on a Sunday, That's not where I'm going. I love the long shots. I am here for it. We we love it here on this show, especially the two touchdowns. And we've seen some winners. Heck, we've had some in the FTM Bet Tracker. You've had some. Our viewers and listeners have had some too. I am all about that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself on that one, but it is something to keep an eye on with these, with these players coming off COVID lists. Like how, it is. how yep. fully are they going to be? Yeah. Are they going to be having like a 90% snap share of what they like had? I think you throw that stuff out the window. Uh We just don't know how they're feeling. And part of it too, is reporting. We're not getting a lot of the reporting as well. It's been a bit of a, a challenging year, but you know, I love the Tannehill call. You, you mentioned seven rushing touchdowns. He had seven rushing touchdowns last year too. Uh Yeah. He's really just kind of what, what they do. It, they just run the play action so well, and they're so efficient inside the red zone. And that really hasn't dropped off since losing Derrick Henry. They've mm-hmm. still been pretty efficient inside the red zone, despite uh, not scoring, you know, a lot of points lately. Was there a, a, another long shot tight end? Like, could you get involved with Swaim here today?
1: Definitely. I, I mean, I'm probably the biggest Swaminator fan uh, on Twitter right now. Like, I, I was all in on Swaim uh last last week and i got burned hard and uh but that doesn't mean that i'm uh not willing to go back to it i just won't make them an official pick probably what i'll end up doing is act, like one long shot bet that i was probably going to do a same game parlay i was going to take you and swain and put them on the same ticket and just parlay them once plus 750 another one's plus 600 and just put a you know five ten bucks on it and just hope that i get a nice little early christmas present
2: nice I like it yeah you 550 and as is Swayne 550 a little same game parlay yeah there you go that's, that's what I'm hat. thinking all right dude uh we appreciate you are you gonna be doing some shows this weekend
1: oh yes. yeah touchdown town no? is on as scheduled on Sunday the 26th uh so we'll see you there at bets TV at 11 a.m Eastern Brenda Deak and I were still gonna give our best touchdown bets uh for Sunday um and uh as well another prop I was just gonna let people know that maybe they might want to take uh, take advantage of Tannehill interception is happening. I'm just not going to put a ton of money oh, on it man. because it's minus 125, yes. minus 130. Nine picks since Derrick Henry got hurt. Um, the 49ers are one of the best teams. Like all it takes is a tip pass. It's going to happen. i just not sh- like. And if you actually look at his home away splits, he actually throws more interceptions at home. Whereas the opposite people were asking me, do you want to bet Jimmy Garoppolo to throw an INT? He's only thrown one interception in road games this year. Like I can't take it at this rate because the Titans, as strong as they are. Um, defensively I'm just not I just can't buy it at the plus 130 so that would be the one that I would just kind of say is take a look at the Tannehill prop Uh, I I do want to have one NBA prop before we go I want people to bet back Pat Connaughton over two and a half threes at plus 110 that is tonight 72 percent of all his shots come from three-point range seven to 12 games this month he's hit three or more Mavs are bottom 10 at opponent three-point attempts and makes in December Pat Connaughton calling my shot he is hitting three threes tonight
2: I love it. Yeah, I bet some, he's, a, he's a favorite of ours as well. And I know of yours as well. Uh, that's what kind of I look at. I mean, it's, I don't want to go game log chasing, but it's all about the attempts for me. If these guys are taking a mm. lot of attempts from Beyond the Arc, I will take yeah, those guys. percent, man? <laughs> Yeah, every, every time. Tannehill, man, 14 picks on the season, three away from a career high. He doesn't have a game yet this year where he's thrown more than one passing touchdown. He has thrown 14 touchdowns and 14 picks on the year. I love the interception call. He's played some sloppy ball. He's played some sloppy mm-hmm. ball. He's had some fumbles. He's had some turnovers, and it got him into trouble last week against the Steelers. Like, no way you should lose the game allowing 186 total yards on offense. I mean, they they lost that game because uh, Tannehill couldn't take care of the ball. Uh, he threw, always a pleasure. He threw
1: four interceptions at home against the Texans. That's all you need to know.
2: Yeah, that's it. that is. Uh, D-Dog, 5,000. Touchdown town, dog day afternoon. It's going to look so pretty as well with George doing the graphics. Uh, Jill's always a pleasure, dude. Good luck tonight. You're going to call some touchdowns. It's going to be a big night for you, man. It's going to be a big night. You're going to bounce back strong. we got Tino in here next. We're going to continue to talk about this game. we got some props as well, so keep her locked. Watch Mean Streets here on Game Plus and Network. Chris Meany bringing in producer Tino Rodriguez underscore on the Twitter machine. Dude, you were just telling me something in between the commercial break that actually made my uh, blood boil a little bit. Uh, yeah. But somebody in your your playoff, is somebody in your fantasy league that's out of the playoffs picked up Alexander Madison here within an hour ago? Yeah. Food so, Give uh, a boot. Yeah.
3: I know, like 10 minutes ago. So And it's a co-managed league they just lost last week. Granted, okay, you're the Dalvin Cook owner. It's a redraft league. It's my home league. It's just a petty move. Don't do it. Don't be that guy. Um, as a collective, what we decided to do, because uh, he was supposed to not be on the waiver wire, so what we decided, I called all the commissioner, all, all the owners of the team's left, including myself. We all agreed we're going to drop Madison from his team on principle. None of us are going to pick him up. That's fine. We don't need Madison this week, but don't be that guy. Just don't be the guy. I, there's no need to do it. So it's a shame, but we took care of it. We took care of it, Meany. It's just the pettiness of fantasy football sometimes, right? I mean – Brings out the worst in us, I guess.
2: Are you wearing an NHL network hat? Ratham,
3: Who is baby. this guy? Wow. Yeah, no, change. Nice. Changing. Yeah. You
2: know? Love it. I'm an NHL yeah. guy
3: now. I'm an NHL yeah, guy. You're
2: now. a big sense fan.
3: <laughs> well, not so much the sense. <laughs> I was a Kraken guy to begin the year. I've now I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah, where yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm back to free agency. All yeah, right.
2: you're free agency. We'll we'll find you a team. We'll find you a team. <laughs> I did want to give some love to some of the people who got some things right before we uh, continue yeah. on with this game. So uh, Tanaka, I think it's Tanaka-la, number 88. I know you're a big Bruins fan. You had the Celtics last night, 6.5. You are in the draw, sir. Uh, Rodman, you had two bets. I think you went with uh, Kevin Love, and he was questionable, and then you changed your bet to uh, Milwaukee, 9.5. Good on you. All you do, I think, is win bets. You are in the draw, sir. Mark Harrison, man. Super sharp dude, Mark Harrison. Always hanging out on this show. Dangle Betselly, we appreciate yep. you. Uh, You had two bets yesterday. You had Jalen Brown over two and a half threes. Yes, sir. And you had Halliburton double-double. For me, you are it was in the, the comment, draw.
3: too. I think he said, like, he's like, if you want to get a little crazy, he's like, go Halliburton plus 130 double-double. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. like, yeah, let's get crazy. I should have listened. I think
2: you're four for four. I mean, you're, you're technically three for three, right? The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, here we are on a Thursday. We need your pick for today. Uh, but you have been given like not just one pick, two picks. Uh, we had another one. Eric, Eric, lose? No lose for you, but uh, you got a dub. Gary Harris over twenty point five points rebounds and assists. You were in the draw a couple times as well. And then GZ, let's go. The curse is over. Are we going to start tailing this guy? He had over um one and a half old fashioned. I didn't even have to ask you. I know you hit that one. And then Milwaukee money line. Here we go. Let's go. I don't know uh, why I up. thought a
3: pick was coming after the one and a half. I was like <laughs> expecting like a three point prop when you said the one and a half old fashioned. I was like, wait, what? In the-? We went a little
2: long with Jill, so we're going to be, as usual, rapid fire on our timing towards the end of this show, but this is what I'm thinking for props uh, here tonight. We'll bring up this. Uh, I agree with a lot of what Jill said with Debo Samuel and Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Debo's just been a touchdown machine all year, and especially lately uh, with what he's doing on the ground. I like the Niners here to win by three. I just think they're the better team. I get it. Titans are at home. Uh, They've been good. Their defense has been good. I just don't know where their offense is coming from. Obviously, A.J. Brown, the boost of A.J. Brown, and if Julio can give them something would make this game competitive but I just really like the feel of this Niners team lately Deonta Foreman over 48.5 rushing yards he's at 44.5 over at DraftKings Uh, 57 yards on 13 carries in our projections I think he tops 13 carries he's had, had what 22 last week and he left that game with an injury he practiced in full all week i'm not worried about the foot the ankle i think he's good to go 54 carries and 264 yards in his last three games averaging 88 rushing yards per game this titans team they want to run the football even if aj comes back this is what they want to do they've been playing at a slow pace they've been running the rock even without derrick henry of course when they have henry That's definitely what they want to do. I like George Kittle here to have six grabs, and I like him to have over 73 receiving yards. His receiving yard prop is in the mid 60s over at Price Picks. Again, guys, there's a massive edge over there. 425 yards in his last three games 95, 151, and 181. He has 28 catches on 38 targets over those three games. That is massive. The Titans have allowed the second fewest rushing yards per game, 86.9, and only 3, 9, 3.9 yards per attempt on the ground. That's the third best mark in the league. I think we'll see Jimmy G throw a little bit more than what we've seen over the past couple weeks with Jimmy G. And then Debo Samuel. I like Debo Like I like over his receiving yards. Mm-hmm. I like over his total. 42.5 is just way too low, man. Like Let's not forget that this guy has hit the century mark four times this season. Uh, I get it. He's rushing a lot lately. He did have 60 receiving yards in his last game. Uh, Rackliff has him for 31 yards on the ground and 59 through the air. 42 and a half is just too too low. He has a, C- a game with 189, one with 156, one with 171, and at least 93 yards in six games this season. So I'm taking the over 42 and a half, and I'm taking the over total rushing and receiving because he's averaging 49 yards per game on the ground. I think he probably gets 60 plus through the air. Uh, I think we could get the 82 and a half just with his receiving air. So I guess I'm in on Jimmy G and his weapons here today. Uh, let you have the mic. Actually, you want to break? You want to break and come back? We'll Before we break?
3: Flowing. Yeah, that's fine. Just shout out to Mark Harrison. He said he thought I'd be dressed like a reindeer. Joke's on you, Mark. I have the reindeer pants on. Yes! Shout out to Rudolph. Yes. Shout out to Rudolph. <laughs> Guiding us. Through this Christmas,
2: <laughs> shout out to Rudolph. I <laughs> love it. Um, let's go, Eric. And I love the pants. Yeah, uh, Mark Tino never lets us down in this show. He never lets oh. us down. He's got NBA picks too. We'll break. We'll keep the flow of the show. We'll break. We'll continue here with some props. We'll get your thoughts on the game tonight as well. Keep your locked. All right, welcome back in, Craig Smith. To see your question, Ey going to do? Are we going to do a hockey show for the World Juniors? I don't know, man. If we are, uh, Ey's away for a little bit. I know the World Junior starts here, what, December 26th, so I'm not sure if we will. Unfortunately, I really would have liked to, to do that this morning. Uh, we just couldn't find a way uh, to get together. That should be really entertaining. Um, Craig, my apologies, man. I'll hit up EYC if we want to do something on the side before, but probably not, to be honest. What is your, what's your thoughts, Tino, on this game here tonight? I feel like you're leaning on the Titans.
3: Well, uh, so I, I'm I'm moving. I'm bobbing and weaving here. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me to figure this game out because I think Joe's made a lot of sense. It's hard to look away from a division-leading home dog getting a field goal. I I think that says a lot. I I mean, just from a sharp gambling perspective, I just think that might be too many points. Kind of disrespectful, too. I do love Debo. Um, I have him in a ton of fantasy leagues, so I'm kind of, you know – multi-invested here but i do love his rushing i do love his receiving i actually wanted to make a joke i actually think he's gonna attempt to pass tonight but i can't find the prop anywhere i feel
2: oh, it I, I feel it coming we can't I'm be shocked you. about that he could no. do everything man swiss oh no, yeah guy. he's awesome
3: I, I i love debo tonight i have so the two things that you haven't mentioned that i'm on are ryan tannahill rushing props his longest rush over nine and a half and his over rushing at 15 and a half over at draft kings both minus 110 i'm looking for a one play payday um the running game has been scarce, other than uh, Deontay Foreman for the Titans. And really, Tannehill's been the only guy. I know we're on his rushing touchdown. Yeah, seven this season. That's totally fine. But he's gone over that 15-and-a-half mark eight times this season, each of the last three Love games. It. Yeah, I think he's going to get to that again. And then with the nine and a half, he just needs to break the pocket and, and move the chains the one time for that to happen. We could get both on the same play. So those are the two others I'm on, other than Kittle, Debo, and, and Tannehill as well. And I sprinkled on Swain sprinkle a little bit off swing
2: i think you have to right i think you have <laughs> yeah. to um would you get involved at all with julio and aj brown is it just too risky for you i,
3: think, like, I julio, think i don't want a
2: piece of. if those odds should be like four to one or something for that guy to score a touchdown
3: for julio for sure that guy hasn't yeah. scored a touchdown since like his rookie season in atlanta that's and granted i know atlanta's still struggling to throw some touchdown passes still without julio but that's besides the point if aj brown plays i'd rather bet aj brown than julio joe that's just where i'm at and the good thing with aj brown's injury is that it's nothing lower body right so it's not like we got to worry about anything with ankles knees hamstrings where julio he left the game after one play right or, or one target last week and it was a hamstring injury so i don't want to deal with that again so uh tino chris you know, tell my picks and let's create <laughs> I, I don't know no, how to guys. tail
2: his picks because he said like a thousand <laughs> picks here t he, like eric me. Eric, yeah. give us, like, your, your best bet. Obviously, we want you to leave it in the YouTube section. We're asking people, really, we want some yes. comments. We we want it, We want this show to continue to grow. We want it to hang around. Football season's almost over. We want to give the bosses, you know, reasons to keep this show around, right? We're going to talk some NHL, some college sports, of course, uh, some NBA. Mm-hmm. But, Eric, I'd like to know your best bet on this show before this show is over. Not just, like, tail my thousand picks here because you've given some pretty good ones. I saw one that was, like, uh, I think eight what did they have like 116 to one one earlier maybe that one wasn't as much so i
3: did put uh, Debo two touchdowns at Tannehill two touchdowns i put five bucks on that to win like two three
2: that i like that one i like that one
3: we got That's a fun break fun.
2: we got a break again i want to give you at least three minutes for some nba props we'll break <laughs> i got some nfl picks and also some prize picks to consider as well so don't go anywhere mean streets continues here on game plus network all right welcome back in uh tino let's bring up the prize picks um these these picks here first because there's not a lot of props I mean everyone we just don't know with COVID and stuff but price picks has some plays up and these this is what I'm thinking there's a massive edge here guys I know Cortland Sutton you crazy 20.5 receiving yards it's all about Drew Locke Drew Locke loves Cortland Sutton Jeff Ratcliffe has Sutton for 40 receiving yards I'm seeing him at 35 and a half on most books 20.5 is way too low we know he has a high a dot he hasn't really done anything this season with Jerry Judy on the field I mean that's for certain he hasn't you can pass on the Raiders. It really is about Drew Locke, guys. Uh, check, out our, check out our splits over at FTNDaily.com. Locke has no problem force feeding the ball, even a double coverage. I think it only takes one catch to get this Cortland Sutton one. This Josh Jacobs receiving yard prop is way too low. Some of the games that he's had this season, look at his last few. 42 receiving yards, 46, 38, 25, 24. He's cleared in five straight games. He's cleared in seven of his past nine games. He has struggled running the football, but he is getting targets. He has at least three catches in three straight games. And 17 over that span Dawson Knox Nicole Beasley doesn't look like Emmanuel Sanders is gonna play here so Dawson Knox over 33.5 receiving yards and then Devin Singletary played over 90% of the snaps for the bills I just mentioned Buffalo missing some of their pass catchers and for Singletary 23 opportunities for him last week his receiving yard prop on other books FanDuel DK it's right around that 15 range this is nine and a half I think he could get to this mark and then Michael Pittman forget about last week this guy has cleared it consistently over the past seven weeks there's two games where he hasn't one against the Pats, tough defense, one against the Bills, tough defense. You can throw on Arizona in a dome. I think Pittman gets over the 52.5 receiving yards. And let's switch over to some of the picks here. Um before we break and talk NBA. Uh Craig, yes, I am confident in the birds against the G-Man. I don't know about the cover, but But I am confident that they are going to win that football game. But 10 points is a lot, even against whoever the heck the Giants are throwing out there. San Fran tonight, three. Uh, Green Bay over Cleveland, seven and a half. Pittsburgh, I gave this out yesterday at 10. I'm still fine with the eight. We don't know about Kelsey. We don't know about Hill. Uh, Nick Bolton, uh, one of their... one of the the best linebackers in the league this year, a rookie linebacker at that he's not going to play. There's a lot going on COVID land for KC. Indy on the money line. Uh, You can get that at plus 100 over Arizona, Uh, LA. I like Cincinnati. They crushed them earlier in Baltimore uh, with Lamar. I don't care if Lamar plays or not. Uh, This Ravens defense is not the same. Uh, The under here in Tampa and Carolina, Buffalo and new England, the over in that Baltimore and Cincinnati game. I think we will see some points and this teaser. I like green Bay by a field goal. Buffalo not to lose by seven, Philly by six, Las Vegas not to lose by four, and Dallas over Washington by six. Uh, Man, Tino, of course, we're going to have like two and a half minutes here for NBA picks and props. Try to just jam-pack everything into this show because we won't be back tomorrow. So the mic will be yours in the next segment. One more break, and we'll be back here on Mean Streets. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back in one final time. This is one of those days where I wish the show was a little bit longer. I feel like we got a little bit more info and information that we wanted to get out there. But uh, Tino, I'll let you uh, you go. You got any NBA action? It's been tough. We've been talking about how it's tough to bet this early on sides and props. But uh, take us away.
3: Yeah. So I put a warning out the last couple of weeks. Uh, don't bet any lines early for good reason. Um, you know, hand up when we go three and zero. I take credit when we go zero and three, which is equally as impressive. I take credit. last night, and none of the games were particularly close, including a team I'm betting against tonight because I watched the entire game and needed them to close out a parlay. Just Moneyline, the Denver Nuggets lost outright to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Joker
2: died a game.
3: Ow. I'm still hurting. So as a result, uh, they'll probably win today because of this. I am taking the Hornets as the Road Dogs. I watched that entire game. My eyes hurt from watching how bad the Nuggets played. And yeah, Joker is probably going to play better this time around, and that'll be a difference maker. But the Hornets are finally healthy from COVID. Uh, I want to get a dog on here, so I'll take them. The other two, I'm going to take our favorites. Uh, I'm taking the Warriors under six here as home favorites. They are relatively good against the spread now. I know the Grizzlies are as well, and the Grizzlies beat them uh, in Golden State earlier this season. I don't know. I, I think the Warriors are just the Warriors. They're 15-2 at home. Uh, I'll take them to cover. It's not at six. If it was at six, I would have had PTSD from yesterday when I took all those teams to cover six and they didn't do it. So we're at five and a half. So I like that a lot better. And I'm going to go with the Bucs. Uh, the Bucks showed me something yesterday. Middleton looks healthy. Uh, Bledsoe is, is in good form. They're under four right now, which is really good against a Mavs team that is just disheveled. Kristaps uh, has been playing a lot better, but under four points against a Mavs team that just doesn't really have anyone. I feel relatively good about that. So those would be my three.
2: Rodman, I did see the under on Joker. Man, you are just uh, you're hot fire, dude. I don't know how you do yeah. it. I wouldn't be picking any unders on Joker. Craig, I am super jealous. You throw back a couple beers at the link, sir, and watch that Eagles offense pile mm. up some points. We got like thirty seconds. Throw up the three point graphic, just because George does so much phenomenal work for us. I'd hate to waste the time that he uh, that he has. If you have it, you don't have it's it. It's great. Dude. I don't have I it. I could see your face. <laughs> I could see your face. You're like, oh no, I don't I'm have it. The three I got point it, prop.
3: Hold on, hold
2: on. There we go. There we go. No analysis needed. Uh, We hit 3 of 5 yesterday. We're going to continue to ride with this. Booker's plus money. He's got like 10 threes in his two games since returning. Bradley Beal just needs two here. We just gave some love to Chuma off the top of the show. Duncan Robinson, at least 10 attempts in three of his last four from beyond the arc. And then Bain, uh, 5 of 7. He's cleared in 5 of 7 and 9 of his last 12. Guys, leave your best bet on our YouTube page. Happy Festivus. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Have a fantastic week weekend. Uh, We will be back on Tuesday. Have a good one, guys. Cheers.